Hey, thanks for hanging out. I'm Rachelle Leanne, and you're listening to Thoughts About That. All right, y'all, I'm back. I It has been a while, and today I just decided, like two hours ago, that I'm going to get up and come to record a podcast studio. So um, if you've been around, welcome back. If you're new, hello. Um, this is only my like second solo podcast episode. And I'll just say I'm in a much different place than I was the last time I was here. And I don't know, today I felt like talking about it. So here I am. So I'm just now getting settled into my new place after living um, with my now ex for 11 and a half, 12 years. And so, yeah, I've done a complete 180 since the last time I've been here and I'm glad to be back. (laughs) But, um, you know, I do worry like I'm I am an overshare by default. (laughs) So like, what is sharing too much? What is not sharing too much? What's just right? You know, just good enough. Well, let me back up my the podcast episode that we did on um, pleasure, red boots and um, with our sexologist and health sex educator, Katasha Gordon. um, It was like an outstanding episode. I got the most feedback from that episode. And that tells me a hell of a lot. Um, I'm talking, you know, people that I've not talked to in a while, um, people that I've not ever talked to on social um, responded to it. And it was like, you know, my most viewed reel. Um, I don't have like some big following yet, but like, that topic, it seems that people really care about it and myself included. (laughs) Um, That was a juicy podcast episode. So if you have not uh, yet listened, please, please go back and listen um, and come back and join me here. (laughs) Um, So yeah, since the last time I was here, um, I have since had a breakup from my long time husband, um, you know, now living separately, divorcing, um, co-parenting, right? That's a whole thing, but that's not the only thing. Um, I did come out on social media like uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. I did come out to my family Um, that was a whole thing. I think sometimes when we see the things on social about pride and, you know, solidarity for all humans queer, it's just like we don't really think about the magnitude of like the ripple effect of coming out and like all the possibilities of rejection that you'll run into. Like, yeah, we may see it, but like you never really, really know until you go through it. And some people, you know, have less accepting families and friends than others. So 
there's also that. Um, but I definitely have a like m- mad respect for people that have done, like gone before me, you know, um, because yeah, I I knew what I was facing, and um, some of the questions that I've been asked is like, you know, well, why didn't you just like stay? Like nothing was terrible. Um, and the reality is you can't stay. Well, you can, cause I did for so long. Um, you know, just, it can't, it can't work if, like, it can't work if I'm gay and I'm in a hetero relationship. Right. I think for a time I did think I was bi. Not, I think I did think I was bi for a time. Thanks to TikTok, like TikTok. <laughs> TikTok will help you get your life. Uh, well, TikTok and my cousin, because she totally was like, you fully just like women. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no. Are you telling me my life is like blowing up and crumbling? She was like, my bad cousin. But yeah, like, <laughs> so shout out to cousin because, man, like she helped me a lot through this process. Um, actually, I've had quite a bit of like support from people um and it's been amazing like from it was like I said oh I'm done boom the universe was like here's all this help I got boxes tape drinks like people just came out of nowhere to just like help and 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 help me to transition you know and I'm just so grateful um for my village like hella grateful for my village. Um, I, I think like if I had to start anywhere, right. About this big ordeal, it would be obviously one of our biggest decisions ever is who we choose as partners and who we choose to coexist with. Right. Um, but I mean, it, it's, it's more than that. Like one of the biggest decisions ever is like living your truth. Everybody has been, everybody, has been saying, Rachel, you are so brave. And I'm like, for what? Like, what did I do? And they're like, you, you left. Like, you are living your truth. Like, you are. And I'm just like, but I don't feel brave. I feel like it was scarier for me to stay there once I had the awareness of why I felt the way I did and why things were not, um, you know, working, you know, Um, I can say for me, a lot of times when people think or see that there's like not any abuse or, you know, cheating or infidelity that, you know, why can't you be together? You know, like you have a kid together, like, what are you doing? Um, but I will say to that, you know, the importance of, any relationship, regardless of relationship dynamics, has to do with compatibility. I couldn't be compatible with something or with someone if I was like, (laughs) I was in the whole wrong classroom. Like, no, I was in the wrong district, not the wrong school, not the wrong classroom. Like, I was way off base. Like, you know, and great guy, great father. And yet, you know, it's not working. Um, I would say, you know, looking back, 
even if I was not now a lesbian, um, like we were not compatible. <laughs> like we we've joked about it, um, actually, because it's like I should have known the moment we got in the car when we were dating and he didn't like the windows down like that fully bothered him. I should have known at that moment that we were not compatible. And yet <laughs> it took me a long time to get to where I am now. I mean, you got to think about it. Like we have right now, we are go- we have like obviously hard time for everybody. Just crazy crap is happening. The economy is shit. Rent is astronomical. Like all the things. Why would you like leave in a recession? Why would you leave and become a single mom in a recession? You know, and like I've I've had all the questions, but like, you know, I think what I went through with my mom, caregiving for her, like I came out of this after she passed and I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to freaking live. Like I'm ready to do stuff. I'm ready to have fun again, whether I have $5 or $500,000, I want to have fun. I want to live. Right. And, you know, I was unable to do that in my previous relationship. And that all comes down to, again, compatibility. Um, I had other signs. There were others. Um, You know, I will say, though, you know, my ex really did give me um, space to really find out who I was and what I wanted, um, you know, as as a partner, because I knew I was bisexual, but you know, had I not, had he not given me the freedom to like really just lean into that, I wouldn't even really know, right? I mean, if you go back a few episodes, it was one of the first episodes I did, I believe with Kylie Hammond. Um, We kind of talked about, you know, deconstruction from Christianity and religion. And I had mentioned, um, briefly that I had gone through a mini conversion therapy, you know, where, you know, people pray over you to ungay you and all the things. I mean, I did the whole gamut. I, you know, go into it just a teeny bit on that episode. So go back and listen to that. Um, But, you know, at that moment is when I declined who I was. Like I suppressed that for years, years. Um, So how the hell did I get here, right? Um, (laughs) I had a friend reach out to me on TikTok and was like, hey, sis, like, how you doing? What's new? And I sent her a message. (laughs) I replied, I was just like, hey, girl, I'm settling into my new place, um, adjusting to co-parenting, And uh, I came out or something like that. It was just like this hella packed sentence (laughs) with just like the most recent uh, main events of my life. And uh, she was like, whoo, you said a lot in that in that sentence. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, But I mean, that's where I'm at. So um, I 
I've had experiences with women. Um, you know, you see on TikTok, right? I'm so so thankful for TikTok. I don't feel alone. Like I'm not the only one that have you know has been in a relationship with you know the opposite sex and the whole time I was gay, right? So going and listening to their stories and them sharing their journeys has been, have been so helpful because my family is fully like homophobic for the most part. And when I, when I, I mean like my dad and, you know, I, if you would have told me uh, maybe like a year ago that I would be like, divorced, getting, moving, I moved into a new place and like came out, like I would have told you like, that's what I want, but I can't see it yet. Like I couldn't see that happening, you know? So like how it happened, because like I said, I've had experiences with women before, like in college. Oh man, if I was out in college, oh my God. I would, okay, so back to where I was. I I was um, reading a book. <laughs> um, if you've not checked out um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle, go do it when you have time. Um, I don't have an Audible sponsorship yet, so I'm just going to say go to your local library. Um, but yeah. I read the book and I got to the part to where Glennon was talking about like leaving her husband and like her Abby moment. And I remember throwing the book because I remember feeling like, oh, my God, like I want this, but I'm so angry that I'm aware that I want this and I'm so angry that I want this and I can't have it right this very moment. Like, I want that instant gratification. Like, I have to go through all this pain to freaking get there, right? To get to what I want, like, breaking up, da-da-da-da. Well, let me back up. The book was amazing, beautifully written, um, very candid, very... Um, it was for the girlies. It was for us. It was for, you know... The the ex-Christian girlies, too, because, you know, if you know anything about Glenn and her background, um, you know, heavily involved in 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 the faith community. And, you know, so it was a big deal for her. Um, and I love the way they're like just out about their love. It's beautiful. Anyways, read the book through it. Got mad. Like, how am I going to. How do I even make plans for something like this? Well, I put the book down. A few months later passed by. Um, my mom passes like later that year. So when I picked it back up to read, and I don't remember like the exact sequences. I bet I have the receipts in my screenshots though because it was like one of those where you highlighted and screenshotted and, you know, but... I remember her like talking about divorce in such a different way than I had ever heard about divorce before. Because for me, divorce was restraining order. Like it was chaos. It was crazy. It was, you know, battered woman shelter. Like I had a very traumatic, you know, 
experience around divorce. So when it came to this, I was like, man, like I, I lost my mom and now I'm about to have like lose my relationship of all this time, you know? Um, but I read the book. Um, she talked about divorce. She talked about, you know, her kids and how they like, you know, kind of made it through. Um, she talked about how, okay, I don't want to give away Glennon's book. Y'all go get the book. Okay. But this, what happened to me for me when I read it was I was like, man, Glennon is a very sensitive being. I identify with her in a lot of different ways, feeling deeply, all those things. Right. So like I'm about to experience this heartbreak and then, you know, your heart kind of breaks more when your child is like grieving. Right. So it's just like, just give it the triple threat, you know, um, give it the triple th threat, you know, and, um, but it's been beautiful, actually. It's been a beautiful transition, you know, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that it could happen like this. The book helped me see that and some TikTok videos. It gave me hope about being able to move in that direction and still be okay mentally. Cause I mean, God dang, like, it's already crazy outside, <laughs> you know, like life be life in. I'm really not trying to add a whole bunch of stuff in the mix, but that's how I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew because it was like, it wasn't an option, you know? Um, I remember feeling like a dead flower. I even said that, you know, and then I was on Oprah's Instagram, Oprah daily Instagram. And it was like this, the front of the magazine and it was a dead flower and it read how you know how I knew my marriage was over and I was like holy shit that's me like that that's me like if I was in like plant form like that's what I would look like um and it made me so sad I was like no this is not no this is this needs to be blooming season like I can't feel like this anymore um and so I literally you know I wanted to be available for love, the possibility of love with a woman. And I couldn't do that inside of my marriage. And I didn't want to be miserable anymore either. Um, so the importance of having compatibility. I mean, I can't even say like what we were taught about, you know, marriage and relationships and how much that ties into what we ignore, you know, when we're getting information about somebody we're looking to, you know, possibly be with. Um, so the book helped me, right? Realized I was a lesbian, realized that, you know, my son is going to be okay and I can come out and, you know, like keep going. Um, like it's not the end. I will say Dating women is everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Um, but that's not why I'm here. Um, I like my new house. Having my own space has been great. Um, one of the incompatibilities that we had was um, minimalist and maximalist. That, yeah. Um, there was a lot of other, I mean, obviously if I'm a lesbian, then there's sexual incompatibility, which 
I mean, based on the response from, you know, the episode with Katasha Gordon, I feel like there's a lot of us out here that did that. Um, A lot of us out here that chose the paths that people like made for us instead of the ones that we like find out on our own based on what we want and what we like, you know? Um, So yeah, (laughs) hell of an update. (laughs) Thank you. I will see you on the next episode. No, I'm not gone yet, but really like, yeah, it's been wild. Like I'm talking, I literally asked for a divorce, put my house on the market, sold it, moved into a new house um, in 60 days. <laughs> like when I think about that shit, that is so wild. But it's like when you know that you know that you know, right? It's like, there's nothing to think about. Like, what are my next steps? Like, I fully turned into project manager and was like, step one, like, you know, and that's how I got through the process. It was hard as hell. Like, this market is crazy for houses and um, all the showings with two dogs and monsoons outside daily, like trying to keep it in, you know, tip top shape for showings. And it was just wild. But like I said, the universe like really came through with the support and I'm just super thankful um, so thankful. <laughs> I went to my first Pride event. That was, that was neat. Uh, definitely had a different meaning for me anyways. Um, I also saw Kayla Nicole. I don't know if y'all know who she is, but she's like a content creator. She got real popular during the pandemic. Um, she's really young. I think she's like 22 and, um, she's, she's on the song Sneaky Link. I believe. But anyways, she uh, went through a divorce and she she came on Instagram and was like, okay, y'all, I'm getting a divorce. I feel like my marriage wasn't private, so I'm not going to be private with y'all about this. And, um, you know, I wish I thought was fine. Um, I actually think that we should, shouldn't be as private as we are about divorce because it's nothing to be ashamed of. And, like, we are so hush-hush about it. People are hella weird about divorce, y'all. Like, I'm saying, like, you'll be like, I'm getting a divorce. They'll be like, no, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm going to pray for you. Like, no, you're not. And, like, nobody ever asked, was I happy? They were just concerned about, like, the status of me being married and not, quote-unquote, giving up on us and it's like nobody ever asked me if I was happy not once so that lets me know that one people think they know what's best for you and two they definitely like the people that are concerned about that um eh, may not have your best interest at heart (laughs) I mean their ego's in the way so you know it's just a lot of different little things when you're navigating it um, people in denial, people grieving about your relationship. Like, it's weird. Anyhow, I've had some space to process and things like that. And Kayla Nicole actually talked about this, I believe on her TikTok, maybe it was her Instagram, I don't quite remember. 
But she was like, yeah, I'm getting a divorce and my husband has the kids. I'm taking some time to heal. And I love that because, yes, sis, take your breaks, one. And two, like, can more of us get them, right? I have one. I'm currently on break, child-free, and I love it here. <laughs> I love it here, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, but, no, I love my baby. But, man, this break has been amazing, you know? Um, <laughs> it's been amazing. So, she talked about wanting a break and needing a break and taking a break. And I love that for her. Um, she was only married two years. So if we were calculating like PTO, like based on seniority, I was married 11.5 years um, together for 12.5. So I should have like how much cumulative time off <laughs> to be child free. Um, but no, really, like the break is everything. Uh you know, because when you have in the fields, you're not being, your needs aren't being met and all that. You're irritable as fuck. Like, I'm irritable. How can I parent like that? But women are often the people that need to heal from divorce. Like, men just kind of keep going. Like, it's nothing. I'm going to work tomorrow. So, mom break without the mom guilt. That's what we're doing over here. Um, I do still see my son. We talk on FaceTime. It's like talking to a lab with a GoPro on, like, but it's beautiful. Um, he's transitioning well. He's settling in. He's adjusting. And he's fine. He's fine. Like, the kid, the babies are fine. It's the adults. So, it's been a beautiful transition. I'm still currently transitioning. Um, but it's very amicable. And I can't imagine. It it's been hard you know, in some 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 ways, I can't imagine people that have to go through divorce with, you know, think when things are to toxic and not amicable. Like that just, you know, whew. but things are amicable and I'm proud of myself. Like I haven't like lived on my own, like by myself since I was like 20, 24. I'm about to turn 36 next month. <laughs> So I am, um, I'm just, I'm ready for it. You know, like I'm ready for embracing myself. I'm ready for love on this side of the coin. Cause whew. Um, and I have made it to the gay side of TikTok and it's great. Like WLW side of TikTok is everything. Um, the girlies are very well nourished and um, it's beautiful. So I'm sure I'll have a lot of, well, let me not speak ahead of time. Let me not. Let me not. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, breakups are, they, no matter what, if you've decided that you're done, even if you're taking the steps, there is grief involved. There's grief involved. Like my whole, every, whole everyday routine has changed. Like, oh my gosh, like leaving the house, it, like it was, a, I mean, Changing your environment, it's just, it's so many adjustments, you know? Um, but I'm excited of about living my truth and not denying myself anymore what I really want and deserve. And I guess, you know, like I can't blame everything on my ex-partner. I mean, I was fully gay. Like if I'm gay, if I'm a lesbian, like how can you... You know what I mean? 
So I guess it was just like me, old Christian programming, old heteronormative, compulsive heteronormative programming. Like this is the what this is what it looks like, you know, but I'm past that. (laughs) And I'm so glad, even though I'm a late bloomer, that it didn't happen like later in life because I'm ready now, you know. And when you know you're ready now, it's like when you make that mind, when you make your mind up, you set the intention behind it. It's like, okay, what steps do I need to take to get to where I want to be? And that's really how I approached it. There wasn't any magic behind it. I didn't have any money. (laughs) I was broke as a joke, y'all. But I knew that, you know, and I think too, if I wasn't so broke, I probably would have been too comfortable to leave. So it was just like, I, I was so uncomfortable that I just, you know, I went with it. But anyways, full 180, gay side of TikTok, loving it here, you know, having boundaries with family members. And it's been great. I definitely have fears about certain things, you know, but I have a lot of strong women in my life as examples. And it's like when I get, you know, deflated, like, turn to them and be like, they doing it. You know, I can do this too. Um, so it's, it's, it's been a beautiful transition. I think some of the biggest lessons I've learned have been, you know, I'm not too hard to love. Do you know how long I believe that? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like, um, cause really you're not going to be too hard to love with the right person. Y'all know, I told y'all I'm a big feeler. I feel things intensely, deeply, I cry a lot, but I also laugh a lot. Um, You won't be too hard to love with the right person. And even though I feel too much, it's not going to be too much for the right person. Um, I'm also learning how to trust myself and what I feel and know without the validation of others in a way that I haven't before. Because I feel like you learn that with parenting, like, you know, the mama bear thing kicks in and things like that. But like, I don't know. This is on another level, I feel like. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> Me, Rachel. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. I'm gay. Like, that's... I had that 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 moment, <laughs> you know? Um, like, oh, I want a divorce. Like, I'm ready to... You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Lots, 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 lots of changes in my life. Um, so, just know that I'm not going anywhere. I enjoy being here on this podcast and doing this, and I, um, I'm i planning to do more, <laughs> so y'all stick around. Also, if you're not following me on social, please go follow me at Rachelle Leanne everywhere, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and threads, because, you know, I'm there too. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see. Um, and then also, if you could leave me a review if you're enjoying this, uh, it helps others to find it. And really, like, if y'all could cheerlead for me too, that would be great. <laughs> so, yeah, that those are my thoughts about breaking up, divorce, and coming out. Thanks for hanging out. Thoughts about that was brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.